My name is Jessica Brennan, and I am obsessed with all things clean living and helping you lead a clean, healthy lifestyle that doesn't have to be hard, expensive, or time-consuming. I'm a mama of twin boys who found some really scary ingredients in the natural body wash we were using and turned my outrage into passion to help others eliminate toxins from their daily lives. Listen in on honest conversations and learn the best tips and tricks to take control, simplify, and rid toxins from your mind, body, spirit, and home. If you're ready to take the plunge into clean living, but aren't quite sure where to start, you are in the right place. This is the Clean Living Made Easy Podcast. Today, I am so excited to have speaker, writer, podcast host, and founder of Clarity and Action Consulting, Jacqueline Gallo. Jacqueline is a two-times best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and host of the Top 100 podcast, Spark Your Light. She's a graduate of Georgetown University, a certified life coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, and an entrepreneurship instructor at Penn State. Her work has been featured by Forbes, Good Morning Washington, Bustle, and Lenovo EDU. And along with all of those incredible things, she is also just an amazing friend and mentor. And I've had the pleasure of knowing Jacqueline for many years now, and just am completely obsessed with her and her work and her mission, which is to help women create the lives they love, which she absolutely does. So let's welcome Jacqueline. Hey. Thank you. That was so kind. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. So excited to have you. So yeah, like I said, I've known Jacqueline for a few years and have learned so much from her. And as an entrepreneur, somebody trying to kind of do something outside of the norm, as far as my business, what my business is focused on, she's been so helpful in just kind of helping me stay centered and grounded and clear moving forward. So I'm excited for you guys to learn from her and, you know, see a little bit about about Jacqueline that I see and, and have gotten to know over the years. So Jacqueline, you want to kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the line of work that you do? Yeah, I'd love to. So I, as you mentioned, uh, I have a full-time speaking business and with that comes my podcast. I write books create content on social media, things like that. And it's all around helping women create lives they love. And I got into this line of work, I guess you could say by accident. I feel like those are always the best stories. So I'm going to go with that. I did a corporate internship when I was in college, which was, I don't know, at this point, like all the years blend together. I think it was seven years ago, um, which is crazy. This is just insane to me, actually, that I'm realizing it and saying it out loud that I've been doing this for so long. And in that internship, I felt like I was maybe at 80% fulfillment. And this was my first real job. It was a nine to five the entire summer. And so I didn't know if it was possible to feel 100% because all my previous jobs had been lifeguarding at the local pool with my friends or uh, like working on... A restaurant in college on campus again with friends it was just so different than a real job so I didn't know if you could get to 100% but I wondered if you could and so I thought I want to try and explore that and I had this intuitive hunch that I wasn't going to find that 100% in a job in a nine-to-five in someone else telling me what to do and working towards someone else's goals I've always been since I was a little girl very goal-oriented just kind of makes up my uh, DNA. And it's what 
brings me joy is the pursuit of goals. It's not the achievement of them. I learned that the hard way. It's definitely the pursuit. Uh, but at one point, it probably was the achievement. And we could talk all about that. That's a totally different topic. So I don't want to go off. But in that, I wanted to really pursue my own goals. And so I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't have a business idea. So unlike a lot of entrepreneurs who say, I really want to change this thing, or I had this problem in my life, and I solved it, and now I want to launch it into the world. I was just like, I want to have a business. So I decided that summer that I would just write down any business idea I could come up with in a notebook. And at the end of the summer, I decided that I was just going to pick what I thought was the best idea and run with it. And I explored a few ideas. And the one I decided on was this product that encouraged healthier eating, more balanced meals, no yo-yo dieting, because I struggled with an eating disorder in college. And it really stemmed from a lot of that, like restrictive eating and yo-yo dieting. And I wanted to help people who struggle with that because I know it's such a common problem. So that was the goal of the product. It was this plate. It had a pretty design on it. And long story short, I spent $10,000 on the inventory. Um, I got the money waitressing on campus at school and I borrowed a little bit from my parents. And long story short, nobody wanted the plates. They were a total failure. And I felt devastated. I felt like I would never be successful and I should just give up on entrepreneurship. But despite those feelings, there was a small voice inside of me that kept me going that told me I could do it. And I call that voice courage. And that courage was just enough to take the next step. It wasn't enough to see the whole staircase. It was just enough to take one step on that staircase. And that one step was, I'm going to try something else. And so I did. And I tried to build an app that would kind of take some of these concepts around wellness and put it into something digital. So this time I was out of money. So I raised money on Kickstarter. I raised 20000 for this app and I hired college students to develop it because that's all I could afford with my 20000 Unfortunately, in app development, that does not go very far, even though it might sound like a lot. It's really not. And so went for it with the app. And again, it was a total failure. And this time I was really low. I was like laying at the bottom of the staircase, like I'm never going to be able to get up. I just felt like I tried twice. I, I, I picked myself back up and I was so proud of myself for doing that. And then I failed again. And this time it was really public because I had raised money. I had told all these people about what I was doing. I had posted about it on the internet. I started building a following and it was just an epic failure for so many reasons, so many things that I needed to learn. And at this point, I thought maybe I should just give up entrepreneurship and get a job. Maybe 80% is enough. Maybe I don't need to be 100% because right now I'm like negative 5%. Right? <laughs> You're like 80 sounds zero. really good. <laughs> exactly. So I decided that before I did anything, I needed to just heal my mental health, take care of myself, pick myself back up and make peace with these failures because I knew that if I didn't, then I would be carrying around that baggage and I would never thrive in anything and I would never get to that 80% or more in my life if I didn't work through that hard stuff. And so I took about a month. Luckily, I was living home with my parents and I had been making no money up until that point anyway. So I took about a month uh, just like reading self-help books and trying to heal myself. And I also did throughout the entire process, like babysit. I did DoorDash. I did all kinds of things to like make odds and ends money to pay basic expenses. Um, but other than that, I didn't work. I just like took care of myself. And in my self-discovery, I healed my relationship with failure. And I started to see it differently. I started to see it as something that was actually supporting me. 
And through that, I was able to look at my life and my accomplishments from a different lens. And I was able to look at what I was really good at and the career that I actually wanted. And I found so much clarity by looking at the things I was already doing that I was good at that I could keep doing just in a different way. And one of those things was speaking. I had actually been traveling to colleges and giving these motivational type speeches about food and wellness and my eating disorder in college and sharing my story and inspiring the women who were in the audience at these speeches to change their relationship with food and their body. And um, through those speeches, I would get really positive feedback but I did them as marketing. I did them to grow my email list. I did them to get people who want to beta test my app, not to get paid. And I didn't even know that there was a whole industry where I could get paid to do that. So that's really how I found my way. And that was back in um, the end of 2018 when that all kind of went down and I started speaking professionally and just started small and one brick at a time started to build a uh, a whole house. And now I have a thriving business that I really love. And I still feel like it's just in the beginning stages because my vision is so big as that goal oriented person. But I also feel really grateful that I've built a company that can support me uh, and that, um, you know, employs others and, and is able to um, do a lot of good in the world. Yeah, I love that. And just from the sidelines, watching you put all of those bricks in place has been really inspiring as a fellow business owner. Um, and just as a human being, like weathering the storm and continuing to push forward and like watching you do all of that is, is just really, really amazing. So you teach this stuff, but you come from such an authentic place. And I think that that is why you have such a thriving business because, because we're all going through it. And I think just being able to learn from someone who's kind of taken those, um, perceived failures and turn them into such an incredible, um, you know, thing is just so, it's just amazing. So I just, I'm grateful that I've been able to watch you go through all of that. Thank you. And I'm grateful to have you as a friend and supporter throughout the whole journey. Well, and I think kind of tying this into clean living, I think like one of the things that I always talk to people about is how being intentional and taking things one step at a time, like little changes add up over time. And the next thing you know, Like if you're swapping products out in your house, like you look back and you're like, oh, I've been working on this for a year and I feel so good about where I'm at. And that's essentially like your story too. And what you try to teach people, right, is like you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and learn those skills because it's not, it's, it's not easy to do that. It's easy to give up, but it's much harder to go forth and continue to pursue those dreams if you have that little voice in your head, right? Driving you down that path. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's cool because that's exactly what my journey from what I learned from you with clean living was, because I remember I told you, we did like a home detox years ago. And I told you like, oh, I have all these products and I want to change to more clean stuff, but I don't want to spend tons of money or tons of time because that feels overwhelming. And that's exactly how people feel about their goals. And what they don't realize is that the compounding effect of just a small action in the right direction can really change everything. And you just have to start. And once you start, the momentum starts starts moving and things start yeah. happening. And what's really interesting is uh, in business and in the pursuit of any personal goals, really, we have delayed gratification. So we will take action on something 
but we won't see the result of that thing for a period of time. And depending on what the thing is, it could be as short as, you know, a few days. Maybe it could be with a social media post, right? Three days later, it starts to get some views, some traction, but it could also be 10 years. And it's really interesting because when you first start something new, we have this weird thing where we want to see the time we're putting in right away. We want to see it working. And I find that this really backwards thinking happens where when we start a new goal, our our self-confidence and our self-belief that we can achieve it is at 100%. We're like, yeah, I'm doing this new thing. Like, you know, it's like that high of possibility of like, there's this new thing and it's going to be so great. It's like, it could be applied to anything. It could be like a new healthy lifestyle you're following. It could be a new um, revenue stream in your business. It could be a new career path that you want to embark on, new education you want to get, whatever it is. Like there's this high of possibility. And then you start doing it. You start taking the action. But because gratification is delayed and on a lot of these big goals that we're pursuing on, it's very delayed and that's totally normal and nothing is wrong. We don't see the results right away. We might not see any results. We might hear crickets. And so then that self-confidence goes down. But it's backwards because the more steps we take, the more action we're taking, the more lessons we're learning, the more we're getting better at what we do. I'm a big advocate for build your craft, right? Get good at the things that you want to do, right? The more we do all of those things, our confidence should be going up. We're getting closer. We're not getting further. It's like you're uh, driving from the East Coast to the West Coast and you're doing a cross-country road trip and you're getting closer. You're following the directions. Maybe you've driven 100 miles, but you're telling yourself that you're further away. Like It is the most ridiculous thing. And we get so stuck in that because we don't realize that the gratification is delayed. Then what often happens is at some point, you may have given up, at least uh, in terms of your energy and effort. You might be like kind of half-assing it or like saying you're still doing it to other people, but like really you're not all in and and you know when that is, right? We've probably all had periods of that with every goal because we're human. And then something happens like from the delayed gratification. It's like, oh, that thing I like put myself out there for six months ago is like actually coming to fruition or two years ago or this weird, right? All of these pieces that were emotion, they were just the hundred miles away. Now they're here. And then you get this re-spark and you're like, oh, I can, I can do this. But we go on this cycle of like, okay, and then we give up again. And then our belief declines. Right. So if instead we just decide it, this is what I want. I am driving from the East Coast to the West Coast. I will get there. I am not going to stop driving except to take a break. So breaks are healthy. Breaks are supportive, right? I might need gas. I might need food. I might need to sleep. I might even need to visit a friend and take five days touring her hometown and not driving at all. But there's a difference between stopping at the friend's house and saying, screw this, I'm not getting back on the road. And that's your mindset the whole five days. Or stopping at the friend's house saying, I'm going to enjoy every second of these five days. I've been driving so much. My head hurts. I need a break. I cannot look at the road anymore. But 
after these five days, I'm going to get right back on that road and I'm going to love it. And I'm going to feel so refreshed, right? That's the energy. And so the same is true with clean living and trying to make these changes in your life, right? Because this can apply to any change. So at first it might feel really intimidating. At first you might also feel really excited. And then maybe, especially if you're applying it to like something you want to heal in your life. Like a lot of people are probably drawn to this work because they want to heal something. I know Jess, like we've talked extensively about your children and eczema and like that being a spark many years ago. So I can imagine that people in their life are you know, embarking on this journey and they're wanting to see a quick result, a quick change in their body and their health in the way they feel. And they might not, right? It might, it's just like this cross country road trip. And so it's just deciding that you're going to get there and it, it is going to take a long time and there's nothing wrong. I think there's so much programming that it's like through advertising. I think that's where it comes from. Of yeah. Like, where does it come from? It's like a, it's embedded in our culture. It's yeah, pretty sad. Quick and <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're going to be able to change. So I, I think a lot of it comes from advertising. I really do. Yeah. Um, of like and hey, hearing it so this, much this, over the this. years. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the truth is that there, there's no shortcuts. The, the best shortcut is your intuition. And there's definitely like a faster way for you, I would say, but there's no shortcut in doing the work and you can't get to, you can get to from the East coast to the West coast on a private jet, but that's the fastest you're going to get there, right? Like there's no way possible faster than that. And think about all that you miss in between, like the mm. beautiful countryside and mm. getting to have all this experience. I love this analogy so much in so many ways. But think about that. Yeah, it's quick, yeah. but um, in in life, like you're you're missing out on learning all the things that once you get to the destination. Like imagine driving five days or however long it takes to get across the country. Like once you get there, you're going to be so thankful that you're there. If you get on a private jet, you're there. And it's like, I'm here. <laughs> totally. You miss all the beauty in between and all the lessons. And sometimes mm -hmm. we're not getting somewhere we want to go because there's a lesson for us. So it's like when we are praying, when we are manifesting, when we are asking for something, when we are writing our goals down in a journal, the universe steps in and says, okay, I'm going to help you. Like the universe is always conspiring in your favor. Always trust that. But if the universe says that it's going to help you, and then it's looking at your goal, the thing you want, right? And there's something that's missing. So whether your goal is, I want to heal my eczema, or I want to build a business, whatever it is, right? The universe is like, okay, I need to help her or him learn this lesson, grow in this way come across this specific product or podcast or, you know, educator, right? There's so many ways that the universe might try to direct us. Maybe the universe is trying to get you to leave your job, right? And so you're not leaving. So all of a sudden you get laid off and you're like, well, things aren't working out in my favor. Things are opposite or, you know, I, I want it to go this way, but you're sending me this way. But the truth is, let's say you get sent rerouted and, and you're going down south and you're trying to get across the country and you're thinking like universe I told you I wanted to go cross country I put it in the GPS why are you sending me down south what you might not know is that there was major construction and all of these roads are closed and so you were rerouted down south and actually while you were down south you meet someone who changes the trajectory of your life. 
you stop in a coffee shop and that person becomes a business partner or someone who uh, maybe a significant other. You never know who you're right. And so there's so many things at play at any given time. And so when we're taking that journey and and we're we're driving we have to trust that every time we're being rerouted, even if it looks like we're going the wrong way, we're always being guided. And there are higher powers that know a lot more than we do about all of the idiosyncrasies going on. And you can just think in your own life, like things that maybe are working out right now, but that were put into motion like years ago. And it's like, that's so interesting because you could have never foreseen that, but you get to be so grateful that those things were put into motion. So there's so many moving parts. And I think it's just about building your trust um, with the universe, God, whatever you believe in, just having faith in general, um, both in yourself and also that um, like ultimately you're being guided to a, a better life and you have free will. So you have to take the action and put in the work and stay committed. But you're not alone and the things that are happening in your life are supporting you. Yeah, I love that. Question, do you know the top three ingredients to avoid when choosing household products? When I work with my clients, either one-on-one or through my five-day detox, one week to a healthier home program, we always start with three ingredients to look for when shopping for products. Not only does this help you begin to choose safer options, but it also helps you get into the habit of checking your labels and to start taking control of your overall home environment. I created a free resource with these ingredients and more to help you get started. We all want to create the safest household possible, and this is a great first step. Go to cleanproductjunkie.com to download your free label reading guide and to start taking control of those toxins today. I think, I think a lot of us, me included, can feel like, like we're kind of control freaks in that way. And like letting go can be really, really tough. Do you have any And I just know, um, I've learned so many tips and tricks from you in particular about that. Um, and just kind of letting things play out and trusting the process. Do you have a few like tangible things that people that are listening can take into their own lives? And if they're kind of grappling with that, like they know they have these goals, things aren't quite going the way that they had planned or wanted just, um, tips to help them stay the course. Yeah. The first thing that I think is so helpful is a journaling exercise that I love that I call an evidence list. And it's writing down all of the evidence that you have from your own life. And I love when you write it from your own life, because you can't say, well, that might be true for you, Jacqueline, or for you, Jess. No, it's true for you too. Uh, Where something that you wanted really badly didn't work in your life. And then something better later played out. So, I mean, we all have experiences like this, a few common life experiences, some that I've experienced, some that I've heard a lot of people experience, things like um, a relationship not working out and then ending up in a better relationship, Um, a home or apartment, either rental or purchase that you, this was the perfect spot and it didn't work out. And then you got an even better one. this could be um, where you go to college or the, a job you have. Again, like you had a dream vision of this is my dream company. This is my dream college. It didn't work out. Again, it worked out even better. Our, our life is filled with these. Like it, it is like almost overwhelming. And even on a daily basis, you can find them like little, little things. Um, a recent example that happened to me, this is so silly, but um, I was going to Florida um, back in February and I wanted to read a specific book while I was on vacation. So I ordered it on Amazon. It said it was coming 
um, by Thursday. I think I was leaving on Friday. So I was like, okay, great. I haven't had any problems with Amazon being delayed since like 2020. Usually when they say something's going to be delivered, it's delivered. Well, Thursday night, I haven't gotten it. I thought it was really weird, but I was like, maybe I'll come Friday before I leave. Friday morning, I get an email like your package is running late. And I'm like, that's so weird. And at first I'm angry. I'm annoyed because I wanted to read this specific book. You know, I decided this is the book that I need. I, right. <laughs> I know everything. I'm the expert on my life or so I think. And it's funny because I had to just gather myself and remind myself, okay, everything is happening for you. That is one of my favorite affirmations. And I asked myself, how could this be supporting me? Because the problem is that when you're in it, you don't know. Steve Jobs has a quote that I really love. I might butcher it slightly, but it's something like uh, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. So you just have to trust that they will connect. Um, and you can always look back and see that they've connected though. So when I'm in the moments where I, I can't connect them, but I have to trust that they're going to connect, I play out possible scenarios for like why they haven't connected yet or how they might connect because it gives me peace. It doesn't mean that they actually will be the things, right? right? But it's helpful for me. So I like to think about, okay, what? how could this be supporting me? And I thought, well, maybe there's another book I'm meant to read. There's something in it that's going to give me an idea. That's going to be some kind of personal clarity, something I need. And so I also am a chronic um book orderer, not reader. So yeah. like when I'm listening Me to too. a podcast, they have an author on the book sounds so good. I order it. You're like, gotta get then, that. Yep. I just put it on my bookshelf and I'm like, I'll read that book and I will read it eventually, but I, I can only read like so many books at a time. Right. Right. One but you I gotta, sometimes you gotta shop one. at home first. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, maybe there's something that I'm supposed to be reading, um, that, is actually on my shelf right now. And there's no way I would, the, there's no way the universe could have gotten me to look at that shelf. I totally just would have ordered something else on Amazon unless the book I wanted didn't come. And so I, I went to my shelf and I saw a book um, that is uh, Dr. Amen. And it's like the neuroscience of happiness. I don't remember the exact title, but something like that. And I loved that book. And it was like the perfect book for my vacation. I feel like I had so many great takeaways for my life and also applying it to loved ones and the way that their brains work. It's super interesting. Anyways, I clearly feel like I was meant to read that other book, not the one I, th and I still haven't read the one that came late. <laughs> so that'll come, that'll come down the road when it's the right time. Totally. Um, but it's just a small example and you can find these examples in your daily life. You can find them in bigger things, but writing that evidence list will help you start to see, wow, this has been happening in my life up until now. So it's going to continue to happen in my life. Right. Why would it stop all of a sudden? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But we're always, I feel like we're always in that fight or flight mindset of like, it's not. But when you write that down, it's like, well, clearly it is. And I think it's super important to kind of hang on this topic for a second, because with any sort of new endeavor, um, just and just in life in general, like we can feel like, especially when we're searching for certain answers for things, that we need those answers very quickly, and we need to seek out information to help us understand things better. But sometimes, and a lot of times actually, um, and I found this for myself too, the 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 information comes when you need it. 
And sometimes like all some same similar situation as you all like stumble on um, something that I've been grappling with that I need clarity on. And all of a sudden it's like there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's what I needed. But I didn't even go out and seek for it. But it was just kind of like that only usually happens when you're able to kind of let go of that um, and not constantly be upset. Because a lot of times you end up missing the things that you need because you're obsessively trying to find them when they're right there. Right. You have tunnel vision because you think you know what you need. But if you knew what you needed, you wouldn't still need it. Right. Like you would already have it and the problem would be solved. So right. like you clearly don't know. And so surrendering that, like asking for help, this is where I think like prayer or journaling or meditation can be really, really helpful to say like, universe, like God, like, please help me. Like, I don't know what the next step is. Show me a sign. Give me right. some. And just turning off that voice for a second or those um, thoughts that take over so much of your brain space. Like, let's yeah. just shut that off and then things will play out. Yeah. And sometimes the best thing to do is just have like a pattern interrupt, literally stop. Like I will get in sometimes like a journaling spiral. Sometimes my journaling goes bad. I am like trying to solve all my problems and I just keep spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And oftentimes because of I don't know, the life I live, I guess, I tend to have a pretty packed calendar. I will have a forced pattern interrupt of I have a meeting or I have plans with a friend to go for a walk after work and now it's 5 p.m. and I'm supposed to leave my house and I'm in this spiral. And then I go and I leave and I do the thing and I come back and I'm so late and I can approach it with this like fresh, clean, clear energy. It's like all of that like pent up, like fixing energy has like melted away. And then it's like, oh yeah. Um, so sometimes I've learned when I don't have a pattern interrupt to force one, like stop, yeah, go exercise, go move, go like, do something completely different, put the laundry away, play some music, like something that's going to get your brain to stop right. singing is super, super helpful. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think um, that was going to be my next question. Like, if you don't have that forced pattern interrupt, like, how do you um, create that? Or I think even just having this knowledge and knowing that that can happen sometimes and how important it is to have those interruptions and take a walk away and, you know, kind of gather your thoughts um, is helpful. But like, sometimes our brains just get into that you know, space. And it's like really, really hard to get out. So are there any tips that you have to kind of force that knowing that you need to, but also being in that like hamps on that hamster wheel and just having the hardest time kind of getting out? Yeah. I think one, maybe making a list ahead of time of like, if I'm, if I'm noticing I'm on the hamster wheel, like these are three things that really help me um, Right. go for a walk, take a bath, whatever it is. Second, if you have other people in your world that would be around you and like notice, uh, that's really helpful. So and my husband will like very clearly notice when my energy is batshit crazy and he will come <laughs> swooping in and be like, why don't we go for a walk? Why don't right. we go out to dinner? I don't think you should cook tonight. Something's <laughs> going on. Um, so that's really helpful. And also it applies to relationships too. Cause when I find like, if we have tension in our marriage, let's say we're having a conversation that's like really high intensity and it's just like, it's spiraling, right? 
again, the same thing has happened where we have forced pattern interrupts. Like we have a birthday party to be at in 10 right. minutes. Which is and then we come the back and ever. we're like, yeah. <laughs> we have such clear eyes and we're like, I totally see your perspective on that. Let's, let's do it the way you want it. No, no, no. Let's do it the way you want it. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. So same thing, like having the forced pattern interrupt is really, really helpful. But again, like adding that in. So now sometimes I'll be like, Hey, this conversation isn't getting anywhere. Can we like take a break? Um, so again, knowing like what activities are good breaks for you and just being able to uh, have the self-awareness that you're spiraling. And right. I will say that that comes with practice. My spirals used to be days or weeks, maybe even months at some periods in my life. I would say like, I didn't even know. I was just like a zombie, like, oh my, I'm, I have so many problems I need to solve. And it's like, no, nothing yeah. has actually gone wrong. There are no problems. Everything's wonderful. You're just learning and growing, getting to the next level. And this is all part of it. Now I would say my spirals are like max two hours because I just wouldn't allow it any longer than that. Right. But that came from the clarity that you had from doing the work that you've done, it, yeah. you know, this with, for your, with yourself, like the yes. self-development and just, um, yeah, because I, I mean, I can 100% relate to that too. I feel like now I have a lot more control over um or no, uh, knowledge and awareness around when I end up going down those paths and it's still happens sometimes, but yeah, yeah, not as often. And when I do, it's easier to come out of Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Like developing and, emotional intelligence. Right. Well, and I think just um, understanding that this is normal, like our brains are kind of wired to stay on the same path, um, but it's not always healthy. And for us to just know that and have a plan. Like I like your idea of like, th these are the things that consistency consistently um, help get me out of that, that spiral or that rut or whatever. Um, whether it is like, I have a certain playlist that pumps me up and gets me excited every time I listen to it or just getting out and getting fresh air. Every time I do that, I feel better. So just yeah. having those lists of things that like really, or watching like inspirational videos of like Brene Brown, every time I watch her, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I and there's one thing, thing. I wanna, yeah, there's one thing I want to mention here that I think is important that you just sparked. It's also important to understand that our emotions are on a scale. And this is something that I learned from Abraham Hicks, the emotional guidance scale. So we have very high level emotions. We have very low level emotions and we have lots of emotions in between. And one of the concepts that Abraham Hicks talks about is it's very, very, very difficult, if not impossible, to jump multiple levels. It's much easier to climb the scale one rung of the ladder at a time. And so this is why sometimes when you're in a like crappy mood, you're just like having a, an off day and somebody comes in the room with like the most positive energy. You're like, even, even if it's someone you really love, you're like, oh my God. It's too much. Like right, your, yeah. your, your frequency cannot match theirs. Right. And like attracts like, so either they have to come down or you have to come up, but that's really, really, really difficult, which is why usually person comes down. Usually people come down and people come up, which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Cause you don't want to surround yourself with people who are down here when you're up here, because it's going to have a negative impact on you. Anyways, the point purpose with this is how it applies here is you might sometimes need to pick an activity that meets you where you're at on the scale. So if you're really low and you put on Brene Brown, you might be like, 
this is just so ridiculous. Like I I'm just so not there. Like it just feels like a lie. That's why sometimes affirmations feel like they're such a stretch. Why am I even saying these? So I actually have a playlist on Spotify. It's like, it's title is like a cloud and a black heart. (laughs) This is like my, like, I'm like picking myself back up playlist Right, right. songs that are more like mellow. And I'm really into the lyrics. So they have words like, do you know that song numb little bug? I don't think so. Or may, 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 I might recognize it if I hear it. Um, well, it's like, it's like, do you ever get a little bit tired of life? Like you're not really happy, but you don't want to die. Th- that's like the main course. Okay. Um, yeah, like yeah, a numb yeah. little bug. And so like that song is on it. Cause I'm like, ah, that's how I feel right now. Like I'll put right. on a playlist like that, or I will walk and I won't like listen to like an inspiring podcast. I'll just like walk in silence. Cause that feels right. Like- Anyways, the point is sometimes you need to meet yourself where you're at to climb the scale. And so if you're really low, you might need to do more neutral activities before. Yeah, that's interesting. Totally full gear. Yeah, because sometimes I can't get myself pumped up to do that stuff. But that's the what you're talking about, that it's too much of a transition. Yeah. So maybe if I come up with another list where, you know, sometimes it's just like getting out of um, like breaking up the monotony. So those are the types of things I like to do to break up the monotony. But what if it is like one of those things where it's just like, can't get motivated, can't do that. That's interesting. I love that idea. I'm going to have to come up with another list. (laughs) Yeah. And it also applies to our thoughts. So when we talked about spiraling down, you can do the same thing with spiraling up. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're in that spiral, like mentally, Instead of trying to like, okay, now I have to choose positive thoughts. Don't do that. That is not helping you. You're just not there. What if I told you that you could disinfect your entire house with only one eco-friendly, highly effective, and completely safe product? Well, believe it or not, you can. The Force of Nature system is as effective as bleach, yet is completely safe to use around your family and pets. I literally have not bought any other cleaners in over four years, which is not only great for the environment, think of all those plastic bottles not being thrown away, but has also saved us hundreds of dollars. Go to cleanproductjunkie.com forward slash force of nature to learn more about the system and for the most up-to-date coupon codes that could save you up to 50% off. But what you can do is start to spiral up. So like get to a place of more neutrality. And actually I had this experience the other day. This is this is like a dumb example, but this is real life and real brain and real experiences. I had to return a comforter that I bought for our bedroom Target. I bought it. It looked great in the store. I took it home and it looked yellow in my room. And like, I was thinking it would be a nice beige, creamy vibe. It just looked yellow and I love yellow, but not as my bedspread. It was like a weird off-white that looked yellow. Anyways, it had to be returned. So I am going to Target. It's one of those days last week where it was pouring rain like every single day. And uh, I get out of the car and the comforter like brushes up against my car and it gets like black on the side of it. And I'm like, oh, no. oh my God. I'm like, no, oh, you're never going to let me return this. Oh my God. So now I'm spiraling. I'm like, what am I going to do with this ugly comfort that I spent a hundred dollars on? <laughs> I'm like angry. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. And I know that our thoughts have a major impact on the experiences that we have in our life, right? Because our energy Uh, is based on our thoughts and then our energy attracts experiences. And I have so much evidence for that in my life. 
And you can look for the evidence for that in your life too, if that's a belief that you're working on really understanding how the thoughts you think really do impact your life. So anyways, I, I know this, but my thoughts are really negative. So I'm walking into Target and I was so blessed. This was universal divine intervention. There was a line. It's like the middle of the day on a Wednesday. Why is there a line at customer service to return? Right, yeah. It so was it for gave you. me a chance to try to spiral up. And I knew that it's really hard to just be like, everything's going to be great. They're going to take it. They're going to be happy and I'm going to be happy. I'm going to get my hundred bucks back and I'm going to go pick a different comforter that I like better because that thought just felt like such a stretch. So I was like, okay, what feels like a neutral thought? And this is, it sounds so weird, but what came to me was I am safe because I'm like, if they say, Hey, this has a stand in it. You can't return it. I'm not going to die. We can pay our bills. I can eat the hundred bucks. It sucks but like, I'm not going to die. And I was just like, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. The more I said it, I was like, okay, it's okay. Either way. And this was detachment from the outcome, right? It's okay either way. And so now I'm going after the cashier with this like very calm, neutral energy, not like you need to return this. Right. (laughs) And like, she just took it back. Didn't really care. And that was the experience. And I started to spiral up. And so I think it's a really great example of how like just meet yourself where you're at and and choose thoughts that uh, can help you start to spiral upwards. And I didn't even get all the way to the up. I was just like, I'm safe. Okay. It is what it is. Whatever happens. Right. happens. Yeah. And I was just yeah. neutral. That that was, yeah. I wasn't even up. I was just neutral, but neutrality attracted the experience that I wanted into my life. And I just don't think it's a coincidence. If I went up there like, it's bad. Yeah. she'd be like, what's wrong with it? Like, I know. Right. No, it's so true. And I think the, the general, um, like idea is that we don't have to settle for anything in life, really. Like we have the ability to change our thoughts, um, to be able to better serve us and our goals and what we want out of life um, with everything, whether it's clean products or a new job or a new career, or just wanting to be, feel more happiness in our life, have more meaningful relationships. Like at the end of the day, like attracts like. And if we are in those, in that mindset of, and understand that up and downs happen, sometimes we get upset, even if we're, you know, talking to people all the time about positive mindset, right? Like it happens to you too. It happens to all of us. And I think um, just knowing that that, that is normal and it's okay, but we can practice and get additional tools to put in our toolbox to be able to deal with even little things like something unfortunate like that, you know, like it's just it, it, the more you practice it, then you're in better position when something bigger happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's like building resilience one-on-one, right? It's building it in like the daily life and the small things because life unfortunately does sometimes have the harder things. And so then we're prepared for it. And I think it's a good, uh, way to relate it back to clean beauty here and and just like clean living in general. When we are trying to have like clean thoughts, essentially like thoughts that aren't negative, we're still going to have negative ones. It's like inevitable. And I'm sure for most people in like a realistic life, they're still going to like use products or come across products. Maybe they're traveling, they're at a hotel, they're using different hand soap that they normally like, Uh like that's life. Right. And it's not going to be perfect, but that's not the point. The point is to um, become a better version of yourself and align your life more with your values. And having that like flexibility, in a sense, I think almost is healthy. 
like to be able to be flexible that sometimes you might have a negative thought or sometimes you might use a product that's not so clean and you might be okay with it for various reasons, right? I think that that is like important and something that maybe in our heads we think should be so like perfect and clear cut. Yeah, yes, it's so true. No, it's not. And I think it's, I think you have a wonderful point. And um, I think it's just, yeah, doing your best as much of the time as you possibly can. And when it, when life's not going your way, knowing it's going to work out and it's going to be okay. And you go to the, you know, party and there's candles burning and it's giving you a headache. And instead of screaming, everybody blow out the candles, like you just deal with it, you know, (laughs) or, you know, whatever comes your way, like you're in a hotel and it's, not they don't use clean products and you forgot to pack your own like exactly like it's going to be okay it's this one time we're not going to make a stink about it um because that's not healthy either so it's just like trying to pave the way most of the time do all the things that help support your your mental health your physical health all the things and just letting go of the things you can't control yeah absolutely I I love love it. it well thank you can we do a real quick rapid fire question yeah absolutely okay Awesome. Well, first of all, before we do that, I just want to say thank you again for being here. This was amazing. I always, always learn something from you and I'm just always grateful to be able to have some time. Thanks for having me. It's been so fun. Yes. Okay. So are you a coffee, a tea or neither drinker? Both, but coffee over tea. Okay. I I knew that about you. Um, in your morning workouts, post coffee. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, what's your favorite movie? Gosh, I feel like people usually have like a really strong answer to this. Hmm. I don't really have a strong answer to this, but I always like to hear what other people say. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite Probably genre or type of over the years? I used to love rom-coms uh, mostly when I was single. Isn't that interesting? Like I would search for like things that I, I still love rom-coms, but like. Yeah, I'm every not, now and again. Can yeah. we please watch a rom-com? Now I'm like, can we watch an inspiring documentary? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, like I have that. a favorite though. I, I, I don't like watching movies more than once. So that's probably why. Oh, I know the ending. Yeah. I like, there are certain movies I like, especially if they're really intense and I'm not sure how they're going to end. I prefer watching them again. Cause I know how it's going to end and I can enjoy it a little bit better. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's like not a good thing, but, um, okay. So what type of music do you like? Hmm. Or do you have a favorite song or yes. artist? I like music with lyrics that I can personally relate to. That's like number one, which is hilarious because my husband likes the beat. So he'll be like, I love this song. And it'll be about like some guy cheating on his wife. And I'm like, why do you love this song? <laughs> he doesn't even know what it's about. He doesn't care. Sure. Yeah, he just he likes care. the beat, the way yeah, it sounds, yeah. the girl's voice, right? Um, I like country and I like pop, I would say. Okay. And then favorite place that you've traveled? Ooh. Um, okay. I'm going to give a few. (laughs) So I would say Venice, Italy was definitely like a top, um, travel location. So beautiful. I'm also a Pisces. So I always like places that have water. I just feel like more, I don't know, at home in them. Um, but I also wanted to share my favorite place I've traveled to speak because this is a very like untraditional answer. Um, and I've traveled to a lot of different cities, especially uh, cities that have colleges, because I speak at a lot of colleges. 
And my favorite is Knoxville, Tennessee. I just Ooh. loved it. That's where the University of Tennessee is. And yeah. I really want to go back there. I just thought it was such a cute city. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I have been there, but it's been a, when, since I was a little kid. So I'll have to go back wow. sometime. I just, I just I thought, thought it was such a cute city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that answer. All right. Um, is there one thing you want people to take away from this episode? Oh, just to trust the timing of your life. It's all working out. You're exactly where you're meant to be. I know we always want to be farther along, but like, even when we get farther then we want to be farther, farther. Right. And it never ends. So if you allow that to consume you, then you will never enjoy the now. And the now can be really great. And something I've learned like the past year is how to feel proud of myself. Like really, really feel proud of myself. Like when I talk about my accomplishments, not, not stated as like, well, I really want to be here, but this is where I am more. So like, I'm so proud of myself and this is where I am. Maybe you caught that in the beginning of saying like, I'm so proud of creating this business that does X and Y and this is where I'm going next. It's like, and it's not like, but, and that's the difference. I think when you can learn that, then you really do trust the timing of your life because you're happy in the present. And so you don't feel like you need to be somewhere else. You're just like excited about what you're creating because life is a creation. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know. I feel like people need to hear that. It's, we're always kind of chasing that next thing and not that we can't continue to do that, but it's like really taking that time to appreciate where you're at and also know that you're moving forward, but we're constantly accomplishing goals and doing great things. Right. So we have to be proud of ourselves and that's a piece of the puzzle. I think that's missing for so many. So I'm so glad we ended on that note. That's a really, really great lesson and um, tip for people to take with them. So thank you. I'm going to put Jacqueline's information in the show notes. Everyone go follow her. She has daily inspirational stuff that you need in your life. You will not regret it. Just go follow her. Um, Her website's full of awesome resources and information. So go connect with her. I'll put that all in the show notes. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the Clean Living Made Easy podcast. If you want more, head over to cleanlivingmadeeasypodcast.com for show notes and links to all the products or discount codes mentioned in today's episode. If you'd like to be notified when new podcast episodes are released or to join the Clean Product Junkie community, head over to cleanproductjunkie.com and join our mailing list. See you in the next episode. Thank you.